Ladies, are you struggling to practice stillness in God's presence? When you're spending time with God, are you really spending time with Him? Or are you simply praying, reading, and then finishing for the day and then forgetting what you learned? Today, I'm sharing seven tips to really be with God and practice stillness in His presence. Let's go, girls. Ladies, are you in a new season of your life? Are you searching for clarity in your career? Do you need the freedom to focus on yourself? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your life? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a professional woman, mom of grown-ups, coffee, and Jesus lover. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. So I pursued too many of the wrong things in my life and career. This led to stress, anxiety, and a lack of self-care. I finally stopped moving on my own and started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and achieve my goals. And now my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the right things and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and pursue your personal and professional goals in this next phase of life. Pour yourself a cup of joe and grab a notebook and pen. Kindred, it's time to focus on yourself and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. When you're in a season of searching, sometimes you have to sit quietly and wait for God to reveal His plan. No amount of pushing or digging is going to get you there or get you the answer that you're looking for. Think of it like maybe you're looking for a buried treasure without a treasure map. Say someone drops you on an island and they say, hey, there's a treasure there. Go find it. But they don't give you the map. You want so badly to find it that you just start digging here and there and everywhere. And eventually you're worn out and you still have no treasure. Had you waited patiently, you would have realized that there was a treasure map, but the keeper of the map had to get other things in order first so you could find the treasure successfully. Today, I'm going to share seven tips to successfully be still in God's presence. So when it's time, you'll be able to find that treasure that he has stored up for you. I'm going to start with a Bible verse. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. And that's Psalm 37, 7. God is saying, just wait for me. Be patient. I have what you need. I'm getting things in order for you. And don't worry about other people getting ahead of you and you feeling like you're falling behind or you're not going to be successful. If you'll just be patient, I have the treasure stored up ready for you and you are going to reap all of those rewards, all of those treasures when I'm ready for you to. I just need you to sit still, get out of your own way and let me lead you. Tip number one, set yourself up for success. When you are ready to be still in God's presence, which should be every single day, make sure that you set yourself up for success no matter what time of day you choose to do that. Make sure it's a quiet place and that there's no distractions. 
I always make time in the morning before others get up and before I start my day to have a little time with my coffee and with my Jesus, as everybody says. So I make my coffee, I do my morning routine real quickly, and you know what that means. And then I come back, I sit on the couch, I have my coffee, I get my devotional, I cozy up on the couch with my nice comfy blankie, my nice warm comfy blankie if it's cold. And if it's warm, I love to sit out on the porch and just take in the quietness, the stillness, the beauty of just being outside. And knowing that God created everything that I see, that I feel, that I hear, being in God's presence outside early of a morning when it's still and quiet is just such an amazing feeling. So I encourage you to choose a different space if you can sometimes to sit in his presence, sit in his stillness and just soak him in. Number two, begin with praise and prayer. Remember to do your list of 10 things that you're grateful for every single day, and then that can be part of your praise to him the next day or that day, depending on when you write the list. Praise him for everything that's on your list. Then ask him to reveal passages and thoughts that he wants to bring to your attention and ask him to reveal them in a way that you completely understand that that's what he's saying to you and that that's the direction that he wants you to go at that moment. Number three, get lost in your thoughts. So God's telling you things, whatever he's telling you, make sure that you're really deeply thinking about what he's saying. You've already asked him to reveal his direction for you in a way that you know what he's saying. So now you, it's your part, it's your time and your job to just like really think about and be very thoughtful in what he's saying. For me, the Holy Spirit is really good to validate the messages that God's trying to reveal to me by putting them in front of me several times in a short period. This past week, three times, three different times, three different days, he has put in front of me, in front of me about not worrying about what other people think. Now, I don't know if he's wanting me to use that information. I'm still formulating what that's supposed to be. Is that for me personally? Am I supposed to use it in a podcast episode, which I am right now, but am I supposed to use that for another podcast episode? Or maybe someone will need to hear that message this coming week and God is filling my toolbox with the information that I'm going to need to give them. But when you hear a message or something specific more than one time in a short period of time, you probably should be listening. Write it down and be prepared to really think about that and meditate on that at a different time. Which leads me to number four, meditate on a passage and what you've learned. Sometimes he brings passages to you in different ways. Sometimes he'll bring it through a song that you are listening to during the day or through a devotional, or even through a conversation that you're having with someone and you think about a passage or or a song that leads to a passage. Uh, my boyfriend is a musician and he's all the time singing and making up lyrics and singing lyrics that are already 
in a song. And a lot of times he'll say something and it will bring a worship song to me, to my brain. And I start thinking about that. And so many worship songs are based on specific scripture in the Bible. And so that scripture is now in the forefront of my thought. And this actually has led me to James 1, 23 and 24, which says, anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. I think what he's saying is don't forget what you've learned. Don't just take it in and then turn around, go to work and forget exactly what you've learned that day. Think about how to put it into practice that day or that week. And does that passage he revealed lead you to another passage? Or like I said, maybe a podcast episode or a song, maybe it's a book or a devotional or another way to learn about what he revealed on a deeper level. He doesn't want us to just learn surface level information. He wants us to dig deep. And in education, we call that a DOK three or four. So you're not just learning. This is depth of knowledge, by the way, DOK. You're not just learning something and having information in your head. You're actually learning how to apply it to your situation and in your life. And number five, jot down distracting thoughts. These are thoughts that are keeping you from being focused at that moment. You all have heard me say more than once that I have an ADD brain. And I get started on one topic and sometimes end up on a tangent somewhere else or totally forget where I'm at or one thought leads into another and I'm somewhere like I don't even know how I got there. So I keep a notebook. Well, I'm a note taker because of that. And I keep a notebook everywhere. I mean, literally, I have a notebook by my bed. I have one in my bag. I have a note taker on my phone, because when I get a thought, I get fixated on it. And if I don't get it written down, I'm so worried that I'm going to forget it, that it gives me anxiety. And then I'm just like lost in that one thought. And then another thought comes along. And then I've got two thoughts that I'm worried I'm going to forget. And that worry about forgetting something causes me not to be able to focus on what I'm supposed to be focused on at that moment. So it's way easier for me just to jot it down and then I can forget about it at that moment. Number six, recite a prayer of stillness. And I linked a couple of these in the show notes for you. We have to learn to pray to God about being in his presence and being still and learning how to do that effectively. So just ask him, God, just help me to be still in your presence and help me to learn to do that much better than I do right now. And number seven, start small. Learn to control your body and your mind first. Maybe begin with some actual quiet breathing exercises to slow your heart rate and also do some meditation. This will help calm your brain and make room for thoughts that he puts there. And, you know, with this ADHD thing or ADD thing that I have, or a lot of us just have so much in our head because we're so busy that we start having sleep issues and that leads to more confusion and less clarity in our thinking and less focus. And so it's this vicious cycle. So we have to learn to clear our thoughts at least for a little while, just so our brains can rest because our brains do not get as much rest as they really need. 
a lot of people use a white noisemaker at night. Do that during your meditation time too. There's other noisemakers as well. I did not realize this until recently, but I have one on my phone. I have an app on my phone and you can do like, there's like brown noise and gray noise and pink noise and all these colors of noise and they do different things. So do some research on that. I am definitely not an expert. I have a great app on my phone and I just, whatever sounds good to me at the moment, that's what I use. All right, let's recap. Number one, set yourself up for success for your daily time with God, your stillness with God. Number two, begin with praise and prayer. Praise him for the things he's done. Pray about the things to come. Number three, get lost in your thoughts. Number four, meditate on a passage or passages that he reveals to you. Number five, Jot down those distracting thoughts so you can focus. Number six, recite a prayer of stillness. And then number seven, start small. Well, that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed the content. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. That way I know which content you enjoy and it helps me to grow the show because it brings me in front of other people. I also would love to invite you to our Facebook group where we're getting to know each other and supporting each other in this phase and season of life that we're in. And you can join by clicking the link in the show notes as well. I hope today's show was a blessing to you as you continue on your path toward everything that God has in store for this next phase of your life, ladies. As always, may your conversation always be full of grace and seasoned with salt. God bless you.